I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Um, man, uh, I don't have anything fun. I don't have anything um, funny off the bat. This has been honestly, yeah. I just asked <laughs> Nick and I talked for like thirty minutes before we recorded this pod. We're recording this. On uh, Sunday night, uh, I guess around 11 Central Time, uh, midnight Eastern Time. But um, honestly, yeah, we were just talking like, man, I don't even know how to like handle the pod because at the beginning, for sure, because you just can't ignore what's going on in our country right now. We have a lot of listeners overseas uh, that are looking at America right now, like what is happening there and um, and some of them doing their own protests as well. For sure. Yeah, for sure. And um, I don't want to go down too far a path on exactly how I feel. I, if you want to go to my Instagram, I, I posted a, a nine minute message uh, of kind of my feelings on it. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a pastor too. And I work at a church and uh, that means the most to me. I had a guy uh, tell me today on Twitter, stick to basketball. I'm like, man, you don't really know me because uh, (laughs) basketball is uh, kind of the last thing on my priority list in my life or what I'm about. But uh, um, it's just been a heavy past few days and and weekend. And that's the one word. There's no way to adequately describe feelings over this past week and this is coming from a white male in america and all the feelings that i'm feeling and i can't even imagine the feeling and i i say i can't imagine because i can't because it's impossible for me to imagine because i don't live that i've never lived that i never will live that so i can't imagine the the anger and the hurt that's going on through our black brothers and sisters right now and so for me it's just heavy and I think the big thing for me and a lot of us right now, a lot of white people right now is we just got to listen. We have to listen to people who don't look like us. We have to listen to the black community right now. It's like, hey, if we want to be part of the solution, we have to act. We have to listen to them and say, hey, how can we be a part of that solution? Not try to fix in our own ways because we're coming from that from a white perspective. We need to know how to fix it from their perspective because we don't know that perspective and if we if we don't take action on that if we don't listen then we're not we're not part of the solution we're part of the problem so um it's just it's just heavy right now and i I don't want to spend a whole pot on it because yeah we are a sports podcast we talk about the mavericks and everything but uh things are bigger than sports guys Things are bigger than sports. We have used this podcast to reach a bunch of different topics and a bunch of different subjects. And some of them have been on, you know, things like depression. Some of them have been on things like uh, human rights. Some of them have been on, you know, things like uh, friendship, loyalty. Like there's just all sort of different topics we hit on this. Uh, and so I hope that I know that our loyal listeners won't think that we're just talking about, you know, this because it's, you know, the news of the day or whatever. The Mavericks are actually involved in some of these 
um, marches. And so we'll talk about that in a second. And we're not going to spend the entire podcast on this. We are going to talk about the uh, the four different competition scenarios that they talked about in the Board of Governors uh, meeting on Friday that they talked about to bring back the NBA. So we're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about Damian Lillard saying that if the Blazers were out of the playoff picture, he would not return to play. So we'll talk about some of those topics. But we wanted to start the show off with, you know, something that's involving all of us. And there's literally no sports on right now to even distract people from uh, what's going on right now. The protest, uh, the death of George Floyd, the brutal murder of George Floyd. And there's just, there's just too much to to ignore right now. Uh, I was at the protest in Orlando on Sunday night and uh, marched about five hours with everybody and, you know, chanting and screaming. And um, there's just a lot of, um, it was a very it was a very peaceful protest that w- what I was a part of. I left before some things apparently got a little out of hand, and then there's just all kinds of different avenues and areas, and there's all kinds of people that are trying to take advantage of situations like this. Uh, but don't let that distract you. There's a lot of videos out there. Don't let that distract you from the fact that there's actual real people that are dealing with things, and a lot of listeners right now are probably also the ones that deal with these things, uh, and so we're, we're sympathetic to that. We want to try to be empathetic to that. Um, and yeah, like Isaac said, we won't ever understand exactly how they feel. I was talking to a friend yesterday and the way that he describes, you know, when he gets pulled over, like, I'll just never, I'll just never have that feeling where if I get pulled over, I am afraid for my life. Like, I'll just never be able to feel that. Right. Like I can sort of kind of imagine, but I just can't get myself to that level. Um, and so that's, that's one mentality I took, you know, to the protest and took to, um, you know, thinking about this issue is that there's just a different version of life that, that black people go through that, than what we do. Uh, and so that, then I'm, you know, it makes me, me sympathetic and empathetic to that as well. I'm thinking about other people more than, you know, myself. And I, I think the Dallas Mavericks kind of went through that as well. Um, Mark Cuban was, was leading them. Dwight Powell, Justin Jackson, Jalen Brunson, Maxi Kleba. Uh, they all went into a protest in Dallas. Also saw that, um, Dennis Smith Jr. also was part of a protest with uh, J. Cole. I should mention that as well, former Maverick. Um, but they were uh, part of a vigil for George Floyd that was happening in Dallas. And there's so many things happening in Dallas. And w- actually, one thing I want to say about that before we get into some of, the, of Cuban's quotes is there's videos going around. Uh, and you understand what we talk about with you know sports media. And I would encourage people as well with, with, normal, with normal news, normal media as well. There's always an angle. There's always a bunch of different sides to a story. There's been a video going around of a guy that got beat up by a bunch, you know, a white guy that got beat up by a bunch of black guys uh, outside of a store. And there's one story that says that he was a shop owner and he was protecting his, you know, business. And another story is saying that he was, you know, the guy, you know, thinks he claimed himself that he was just protecting a bar that he loved and he had a sword. And somebody else said that he was just out there swinging swords at people. And like, there's so many different angles. So take everything. And try to think think about it critically. Don't just react to it in initially because you don't know the way that it's being presented, and you don't know exactly you know the information. Don't use one little thing of information to try and shape your whole worldview. Uh, we talk about that with basketball, with rumors, right? Like we have this whole thing, and I think it relates to life as well. So uh, that's a tangent, but. Mark Cuban said, um, you know, this is our community, our country, both are hurting. I wanted to be here to listen, to understand better the pain the African-American community is going through and to show that the Mavericks organization will be there to help. 
Uh, I thought that that was, you know, a great quote from him. They wanted to be there and putting their, you know, their actions where their mouth is in this. They they claim to be an organization that, that's out there, you know, helping people in the community, want to be in the community, and this is another way that they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, on the basketball think, side. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. I, I think one of the more powerful things over the past few days is the NBA community as a whole. I mean, we've seen Jalen Brown drive to Atlanta. Uh, and yeah. Malcolm Brogdon and and march peacefully and Carl Anthony Towns out there with a mask. His mother just died of of coronavirus, and yet he's out there, you know, almost risking his his life to, um, you know, to be part of this protest. It's so important to people. This is such a worthy cause that even I, I've been so careful with COVID. I've been staying socially distant. I've stayed away from family. I've stayed away from so many things. But this was so important that I needed to be part of it because it's about somebody else. And I think these NBA players. Players like Carl Anthony Towns, who's a great example of it, are seeing that it's about somebody other than themselves. And even some of them, it's about them, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, seeing that, uh, I think it's been a very powerful thing to see uh, Tobias Harris and Matisse Thybul up in uh, in Philly and to see Lonnie Walker uh, cleaning the side of a, a business that had been looted and he was scrubbing off spray paint off the off the buildings. And, and to see, like you, you mentioned, to see these pictures coming out of Dallas tonight of of Mark Cuban, a billionaire sports owner, right in the middle of everyone there wearing his mask uh, with a handful of players there. And it, it's just powerful. It, it's It's been, um, I think it's been, it, yeah, it's been a really powerful uh, scene to see people across the NBA uh, stand up for this. And uh, yeah, I'm very proud uh, to uh, cover the Dallas Mavericks and to write for them uh, when I see stuff like that. Yeah. So, uh, loyal listener Mark Cuban, thank you for uh, you know putting your actions where your mouth is. So, coming up, let's get into some actual NBA stuff. We'll move on from this a little bit. Talk about the four scenarios that the NBA could come back and return to uh, that Shams tweeted out. Those talked about the Board of Governors meeting. Let's talk about that coming up next. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get to talk about some some hypothetical basketball, right? You know, we always love some hypothetical Ooh. basketball. It's, it's probably our favorite thing to talk about. Um, there's four different scenarios that they talked about in the Board of Governors meeting, which, by the way, the Board of Governors meeting is just the is a it was basically like a conference call of, of the owners, right? <laughs> Board of Governors sounds like really uh, sounds like the Knights of the Round right, Table. Right. It's just the owners and the commissioner, right? It's not that complicated. No. Uh, but maybe some people were confused about it. There's four scenarios. One of them is 16 teams return to play. That means they go directly to the playoffs. Everything is the way that it is now. Then the standings just go straight to the playoffs. There's a scenario where 20 teams return, where they do some kind of group stage thing. This is like the FIBA World Cup thing that, that people have talked about in the Olympics, you know, style that people have talked about. There's a version where 22 teams come back. They play games to determine seeding, which is our seeding tournaments that we've kind of talked about. I guess it would be a version of that. And then you also do a play-in tournament for the final seeds. Uh, that's 22 teams that could come back. And then the last one is 30 teams return. They do a 72 game regular season with a play in tournament. That's like the most, that's like the that maximum amount of basketball that could actually be played, I think. Uh, that one is insane. And uh, Shams also mentioned that Michael Jordan, the Hornets owner, advocated on the call for player safety and not simply having players return for meaningless games. Given the NBA's prioritizing health and safety first and foremost, 30 team is unlikely so that that fourth scenario is unlikely the first three are the ones we're going to focus on so let's just start with this um knowing that there's scenarios and all this let's just start with a, a simple question isaac what's your confidence level about the upcoming season to actually play 
We uh, we also learned that the target date to return is July 31st, which got moved back a week. Um, you know, in the in the last week or so, they moved. There was I think it was July 24th, and then it got moved back to July 31st. So, what's your confidence level? Oh, I think it's the highest it's ever been. Uh, my dad called me today, and I was grilling. I, I bought a new grill over the weekend, so I've been super excited about that. And I was outside uh, grilling, and my dad calls and. He asked me, he's like, so what's the update on the NBA? And he, you know, he gets his NBA <laughs> updates from me and, uh, and he's like, have they announced the a plan yet? And I'm like, they haven't announced it yet, but honestly, everything looks like it's going to be a go. And I think Woj, uh, tweeted and, you know, or even, you know, reported on it and wrote about it saying, Hey, the, the owners are basically sitting back right now saying, Hey, let's just like silver's going to present them with a plan basically. And like, Hey, this is the route. It's going to be his decision. Like this is, this is it. And they're probably going to prove it. And that's what Woj said. I'm not just saying like that. He's, he's like, Hey, they're basically just waiting on silver to pick one at this point. So it looks like all signs are pointing. I don't think they get this far down the road uh without you know things are probably going to happen so it looks like we're going to have basketball this fall and uh, I, I know that's exciting for a lot of fans and a lot of people who do content and stuff like us yeah we're just all waiting for <laughs> the details of it because we've spent weeks and weeks debating and group stage and like all this stuff and oh, let's just land i'm ready to land on something eventually how much would it suck if we do all this debating and talking and the maps gets like somehow get swept right like they're just not ready or something happens like oh my god Gosh, I would be, I'd be so devastated. I don't well, care. It's, I don't care if the Lakers win the finals or win the title. If the Mavericks get swept in the first round, I'll be so mad. Well, I've been sitting in the back of my mind, like, dang, what if we debated all this stuff and then he just comes out and says it's not happening? Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. And it's like we really just did this all for nothing. Well, that, that's that's the same thing we do if like we do all these draft profiles and then the Mavericks trade their pick, right? <laughs> trade the pick, yeah. <laughs> Which is probably what we're going to do this year. Yeah, yeah, right. And, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're going to research this whole class, and then they're going to trade it for like two second rounder somewhere. Uh, my confidence level is all time like almost. I think 99. percent I think is my confidence level. There, there's one percent where something crazy happens. We see a second wave of coronavirus, you know, sweep the nation or something, and it just becomes um, another unprecedented wave of this. And that's when maybe they scale back and say, this is just too dangerous. We can't do this. Um, But it seems like, you know, states are opening and the NBA has gone down this path so far, like uh, so far down the road that it's unlikely that they'll turn back from it. Right. Um, But of those four methods, let's just let's just focus on the three methods that are likely. I was going to say, let's do let's do three. They're not bringing. They're not doing the So but so the 30 teams then seems to be out. Right, if you, they're only focusing on those first three methods with sixteen, twenty, and twenty-two, uh, they're not even you know apparently considering the thirty now. Uh, which yeah, of those? So Trey, Trey Young tweeting out like, "Hey, it's like AAU and Disney." I'm like, "Nah, bro, you ain't going, homie. You'll be, you'll be still at home. <laughs> like, you ain't good enough to go to Disney, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be last. I almost spit. I almost spit my water out. <laughs> <laughs> Almost looks like AAU. You ain't going, man. <laughs> no, your team sucks. Too oh bad. man, we need a we need a picture of sad Trey Young on his couch watching like an Instagram photo of sad Trey Young like with a blanket on and just like <laughs> watching the playoffs from his couch. We we need the TNT crew to do like the gone fishing off of uh, out of like a Florida coast of all the teams <laughs> who couldn't come to Disney. Oh and, man. Uh, 
But anyway, so okay, yeah, so, let's okay, focus my, on the, my question on the is three which of the three methods is your preferred method? So there's the sixteen teams, the twenty teams with the group stage, and then there's the twenty two with the seeding tournaments and then a play in tournament for the final seeds. Oh, I'm out on group stage. Uh, although okay, here's here's the thing. I've been the thing I've advocated for on this pod is I like the group stage. I'm all about that. If you don't call it an NBA champion. So I listened to the ringer pod the other day with Bill Simmons and KOC and O'Connor actually threw out there the same thing that we talked about in this pod. He's like, all right, so what if they call it the Stern cup and everything? But that's been Simmons's thing for a long time. The Stern cup, by the way. Yeah. 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 But I'm like, but him throwing out the idea of them calling it that now, I didn't know if they'd meant just the playoffs as the Stern Cup or like the winner would get the Stern Cup or whatever it is. So um, if we're still crowning an NBA champion, I'm out on the group stage. Yeah, so yeah. give me option A or C at that point. Can they do a group stage and it be the regular season games and not like... So they do group group and then they re- basically reseed after the group. And it be a regular playoffs after that. Is that too complicated to even be worth it? I mean, I guess I guess it'd be cool. I mean, regular season, sure. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> so like yeah. instead of doing seeding tournaments, you have twenty come back. You do group stage, and then you know, after you play your group stage, then then you go direct you know, go into the playoffs, and the group stage determines. So the four groups of five. Yeah, you need to play every team. Uh, would you play every team once? Yeah, I so guess, every team yeah. plays plays four games. Yeah, um, and then the seedings after that determines the playoffs. I guess, yeah. And you go into it with the same records. I'm glad we're not. I'm glad we're not trying to figure this out. <laughs> I, here's my okay. The only I'm all in favor of just taking the 16 teams. Take the 16 teams. Go to Orlando. The playoffs are set. You get down there. Each team plays like three scrimmage preseason type of games yeah, to try yeah. to get warmed up. And then, bam, there you go. If you don't do that, then the only play-in scenario that I'm kind of in favor of is the whole, we've talked about this before, is the whole play-in for the eighth seed to where you bring 20 teams, you have the 16 playoff teams as currently standings say, then you have the four West playoff teams, Portland, Sacramento, New Orleans, San Antonio. You have those four teams play the single elimination bracket. Winner of that plays Memphis in a best of three series for the eighth seed. You're in I'm on down that. for all that. You're down yeah, for all that. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in on the play-in too. And for for that scenario, as long as the Mavericks are not out of, are not in that because <laughs> they're at four they're at forty wins, like they should not be a part of, course. of that. Kind of well, it's kind of like the Wizards. There's no reason for the Wizards to go to Disney. Why? Why okay. are they sending the Wizards? But to wouldn't Disney? you rather the Mavericks play in the play-in tournament, get the eighth seed, and then have to play the Lakers instead of the Clippers? No. Ooh, I had him think about it though. No, because I just don't want them to risk playing in the play playing thing. And honestly, bro, there's no way the NBA is going to let the Lakers lose before the Western Conference Finals. That's just not a. The NBA days of Donaghy are gone, man. NBA ain't let that happen. <laughs> LeBron ain't going down to Disney for uh, two <laughs> two rounds. Like he wanted to go uh, back to his family, he can. <laughs> just losing the first round. Yeah, they do have Jared Dudley. So. I'm totally down on the 22 team scenario i i've of course have been a proponent 22 of, who's the other two teams that's the that's the the phoenix thing. and washington 22 has been here. the you know games to determine seating play in tournament for the final seeds that that was the scenario 
yeah, I think Phoenix and Washington's included in that 22. And I'm like, yes, let's get Phoenix down there. <laughs> like, get Devin I, Booker and Brad Beal for those I don't know, revenue generators. <laughs> Brad's like, seriously, you're going to send me down to Di- – we're going to do all this in Disney, the Wizards. Davis and, Bertans uh, is on a mountain in Latvia. They have to, like, call him down with a carrier pigeon. <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm down for that though, because I want the. I really want to see a play-in tournament. That's been the one thing that I really want through all this, and uh, the, the games to determine seeding could help the Mavericks too. We want to get them out of that seventh seed to not have to play the Clippers anymore, um, and that's that's the way. It seems like this is that's the only method besides maybe group stage. That's the only method in this where the Mavericks get out of seven potentially. Hey, but watch out for skinny James Harden because the buzz is real. Rockets fans are really hyping up James Harden. I just can't wait. You Okay, guys, you heard it here, right here on this podcast. <laughs> I want to see how many stories are written, how many tweets, how many... Like, we're going to examine every player's body coming out of this. What are we going to get more of? Does X player look like they weigh more? Yeah, or, does X player, or does X player look skinnier? I Or is it going to be, did X player beef up? This is like we put this on our bingo card for media day, and it's like, wow, I gained yeah, twenty yeah. pounds of muscle, muscle watch. Yeah, muscle watch. What is this going to look like coming out of quarantine? I, I'm is it so too curious. late to get a sponsorship by Weight Watchers <laughs> for a Weight Watchers segment on the podcast to just talk about every single mention of a player losing or gaining weight through the you know the layoff? We'll just make a whole segment of it, of the built bar update. Who looks? Who's, <laughs> who's built? Who, what are they built like? Are they? <laughs> This is your Built Bar update. <laughs> That's it. Boom. Built Bar. By the way, today's episode brought to you by Built Bar, as always. <laughs> today's Bilt breakfast brought like... to you by Built Bar. <laughs> oh, man. All right, coming um, up, let's. Uh, we've talked about these scenarios a lot, but let's talk about something um, with Damian Lillard. Let's talk about um, him saying that he won't play <laughs> if, if he come back and the, the Blazers don't have a chance to play you know, for the playoffs. So let's talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac. So it seems like this scenario for Damian Lillard won't actually happen, right? Like that 30 team scenario with 72 game, you know, regular season and then a play in tournament doesn't seem like that's likely. And so this whole thing about Damian Lillard saying that if the Blazers didn't have a chance to make the playoffs and yet they still came back and played games, that doesn't seem like it's happening anymore. But I thought his sentiment was interesting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't, you know, some people came after him because anytime a professional athlete who makes uh, millions of dollars says anything. Says, something, says says anything like this, you know, people want to come after him like you make millions, you don't, you know, you should do this and do that and we want to tell them how they should live their lives because uh how much money they make and uh when I immediately saw the Damian Lillard comments I'm like Touche. I, I don't I don't blame you one bit. Like coming out of quarantine and not playing for four, you know, what, four months, I guess, at that point, and all of this stuff just to get down there and play five meaningless games and it can't lead to anything. Like, heck, they're probably gonna want to lose too. Like every team down there who would have went down there and did not have playoff hopes would have just been trying to lose because they obviously just want to improve their draft position. So I don't blame him one one bit for doing that out I, I think he was just the tip of the iceberg because i think if you brought other people down there uh, or other teams down there i think you would i think it would have been even further of 
certain people just wouldn't even went. Like Seth Curry was part of that call, and when we debated on it on this podcast, what a week or so ago, and we're like, oh well, Steph Curry was on that call. Like I'm sure he's in favor of going down there and you know playing and stuff. If he was part of that that call that was put on all this stuff, Damon Lillard was a part of that call too. And now he's like, ah, nope, I ain't gonna play. He's in pl- he's in favor of someone playing, not necessarily himself. <laughs> yeah. So like, I wonder how many players from those type of teams that they wouldn't even went down there. You know, it's like. Would if Steph would Steph would have went down there or Draymond or whatever it was and at least Lillard said hey I'm just gonna set my butt on the bench I'd be there with my team yeah he would. but my, <laughs> I'd just be sitting there so I don't I don't know man I mean I think the league definitely had this in mind when it came to the 30 team thing yeah you wonder how this affected that because it seems like that was there was only one scenario where this would happen and that was the 30 team scenario that apparently is unlikely because of you know Michael Jordan <laughs> an ex-player himself that sentiment he's the only ex-player in the room right for the board of governors meeting James Dolan did <laughs> Mark Cuban will be like I play you know I play like pickup get shots up maybe maybe shot. like can the Kings have like Shaq as the representative or no you know what I mean like there's representatives but there's not like a majority owner besides Jordan so we know Jordan's the best owner as far as playing was right now. If they oh, I was all play say pickup. he's not the best no, owner. No, no. <laughs> no, as far as like if they all played a pickup game between owners, he would definitely put up sixty. Oh. Um Yeah. Who would be the next best one? Oh, we're doing the Cuban? owners? Oh man. Cu- Does Vivek Cuban? have a shot? <laughs> Does he have a jumper? Well, I, bet wait, Vive- that, I bet Vivek has a jumper. That minority owner of the Bucks. Uh, Lassery doesn't he play in the, the oh, celebrity Lassery? game? He plays in celebrity oh, he game did, every didn't time. He? So Cuban, yeah. Lassery, I don't know, is Tillman Fertitta? Can he get around? No, Steve no, Ballmer would no. just—I mean, he's your energy guy. Ballmer, he is. Dolan's he's, like not there. Steve Ballmer is their Jared Dudley. Dolan's on the sideline, like playing guitar. <laughs> he's a halftime show. I don't know. I need to know more about the other owners in the league to. Uh, Let's see how many squad. more owners do we know. <laughs> what does Ted so, Leonsis look like? I have no idea. <laughs> Some of them are like groups and stuff. So I, know. I just don't even. Oh, what's Wait, uh, Grant, Grant who's, Hill? Who's what? Grant Hill's a part owner of the, owner of the Hawks. Oh, there you so. go. Who's the guy that just bought the Nets? Uh, Joseph Sai. Sai, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to myself, Sai. Uh, wow, anyway. that was an inside joke for literally just me and no one else. No one else was there that I know of. I was going to say, I'm like, uh... That was, that was for me and a person that doesn't listen to this podcast, but I always think of it. I just thought it was Avatar. Uh, it's a, a preacher named Cy Rogers, if you want to look him up on YouTube. Uh, okay. <laughs> we had to watch uh, at a thing. Anyway. Um, so, Damian Lowe, this is an actual statement, by the way. I feel like a playing tournament would be perfect just because we were actually in striking distance and also had enough games to get in the playoffs. But to that point, if they decide that we're just going to go straight to the playoffs, obviously we would all be disappointed. We haven't performed in the top eight, blah, blah, blah. And he said, <laughs> uh, so if that's the case, then fine. But we're just going to come back to play the games. I feel like that'd be harder on everyone else. He said he wouldn't play, and then he would sit his butt on the bench and be there for his team, but he wouldn't. you won't find me playing. Like <laughs> That's wild to me. Well, one of the things, too, that you have to... Okay, one, Brian Windhorst went, a few days ago went on ESPN and said very clearly, there's something the NBA is dying to have, and they really want is Zion Williamson there. 
And I know that probably rubs people like the Kings or whatever the wrong way. It's like, dang, like, okay, it's about the viewership of Zion Williamson. They want him there in some type of play tourney and all that stuff. So um, I kind of get frustrations with that a little bit. But something that um, that, you know, Woj and them is reported on a lot is the the PA Players Association. They've been very open, like, hey, we want games before the playoffs and I'm very curious on how they would make a like a regular season type of thing if they just brought 20 teams there. Would they just look at each team across the league, you know, all 20 teams and say, hey, form somebody up in the league office would look at them like, hey, we're going to form a three-game yeah, regular season type games that they would count. And man, that that could be so telling. That that would, that sounds so small in our in our brands of like, oh, who cares? Just three more regular season games. But when you look at seedings and stuff, like, what if the Mavericks in this thing got paired up with, or their three regular season games down at Disney was against like Milwaukee, uh, the Rockets, and you know <laughs> the Clippers, and you're like what the crap like two of those is like title favorite teams and we could have had an easier draw why why does the lakers have the magic nets and you know boston or something it's like well two of those games are easy wins when if the mavericks could come out of that and win three of those games you know three or four or all three of those quote regular season games in disney they could move up this you know like two or three spots in the standing i was like that's nuts so <laughs> um especially because you could be playing against teams that like they're all playoff teams. So uh, that, that part, I'm really curious on how they work that out. If they play regular season games and they don't bring all 30 teams, what's that? How do you do that in a fair way? I'm, I'm really curious. Yep. Uh, and one team or a couple teams maybe will be disappointed. It's just and not the Lakers. If they take, if they take 22 teams or 20 teams, like there, a lot of them are a lot of those are playoff teams, right? The majority of those are playoff teams. Teams are we going to be disappointed because they don't get one of those play in tournament teams on their schedule, right? Like it's just going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's the Mavericks, but maybe it's not. So that's we have to put up to the schedule gods, I guess. So who gets to play Washington? <laughs> right. <laughs> who gets to play Trey Young? No one. Ooh. Ooh, got him again. Got him twice in one pod. There you go. All right, that was a grab bag episode. We appreciate you guys jumping in. We're continuing. We're going to keep doing pods um, until basketball comes back because now we have an actual date. We basically have two months, right? We just have to figure out what to talk about for two months, and then we'll get NBA back. So there you go, guys. What's cr- yeah, no, I keep on. One we more thing? The pod. One more no, thing? No, no, I was just going to say one how crazy thing, it's going to be like – when the season ends, then we're like doing draft stuff and free agency stuff all so quick. Cause I'll be like right after the Mavs title parade into right, you know, draft prep and free. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be great. Yeah. As soon as it comes back, July 31st, apparently it's going to be jam packed. So stick around with us guys. Thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.